I want to share a few thoughts from a a passage that has been a blessing to me. Uh, The moment I got here, there were some challenges in my mind. There were things that I went through, but there's a passage that helped me a lot uh, throughout all these years. That is in Psalm 103. Psalm 103. I'm going to read the whole chapter, but don't worry. I'm I'm not going to take a lot of time this evening. Uh, Psalm 103. The Bible says in verse 1, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfied thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executed righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He had not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east from the west, so far had he removed our transgressions from us. Like a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. As for men, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord had prepared his throne in in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his words in places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Let's pray as we begin our uh, uh, service this evening. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time. And Lord, thank you so much for being so good to us. Thank you for all your blessings. And Lord, thank you for your word. Lord, as we come here this evening to worship you, Lord, I pray that you will open our hearts and that you will speak to us from your word. Please use me as a vessel. Lord, we commit the rest of this time into your hands. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I've titled this sermon, All Within Me. In 2016, as Pastor have mentioned earlier, Lisa and I, we started praying about what we're going to do after our college and where we want to serve the Lord. Um, and And... Yes, we weren't married yet at that time, but we, we wanted to get married, so we prayed together about our future, uh, where we're going to spend our, our, our future ministry together. And like Pastor mentioned earlier, the Lord let us hear 
to Houston. Uh, the Lord brought me here first uh, before we were married. And uh, I have to be honest with you, it wasn't one of the easiest decisions uh, because of some of the restrictions that I have as a foreign student. You know, like I, I was only allowed to work at a church. So if I decided to come to a church plant, I can't go get a job. I'm not going to be able to provide for myself or, you know, even maybe buy an engagement ring or a car or get in an apartment. There were so many things that were going in my mind. But the Lord kept putting in my heart and Lisa's heart that this is where God wants us. And I've been always been excited about the church plan. I've been praying even throughout my college that I wanted to be a part of a church plan. And so this is, and, and that's why we came to Houston. But even after we came, there were still some struggles. There were times when I struggled, how, how am I going to do financially because I don't really have an income. And uh, I, I do want to get married. I was, there were things in my mind, is Lisa going to marry me now? What's going to happen? What, what's going to happen to our future? And when, but when we came here or when we decided to come to Houston, there was no plan B. This was it. So we begged God to bless this church and to make things work for us and, and to provide for us. And it's been amazing how the Lord provided. I never asked anybody for money, never told, really even told about my situation, uh, but the Lord provided. Um, there were uh, missions teams that came. I never said anything about, I mean, I, they know I, I, I'm here, but before they left, they wrote me a check. Even the people in the group gave me $10, $20, everywhere. The Lord provided for me. And uh, during that time, I, I, I was reading different articles, and I, I read a quote by Jim Elliott that helped me a lot uh, shortly after moving to Arise. And... Uh, that, that was so encouraging to me. Uh, it says, wherever you are, be all there. Live to the hilt every situation you believe to be the will of God. <clears throat> there were two verses that came in my mind uh, as I was reading this quote. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily. As to the Lord and not unto men. So whatever I do, I want to be all there. I want to be all there wherever God has put me. I don't want to do things half-heartedly. I don't want to be distracted by the circumstances around me. I want to give my all. And there was another verse that the Lord really used uh, in my life is this, from this passage here today. Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. And some days, it's easy to bless the Lord. 
when you have big days, when, when you have personal victories, when you, when you get a new job, when you get a promotion, it's easy to, to bless the Lord. But what about days when you're discouraged? What about days when things aren't going well or when, you're, when your car is not working or when your to-do list keeps getting longer? How do you bless the Lord during times like that? Or when you're, when, you're, when you're dealing with doubts, when you're dealing with questions about trials in your life, when the situation is overwhelming and, and challenging, sometimes it can be difficult to focus on praising the Lord. It can be difficult to bless the Lord. So why should we bless the Lord in these time of difficult situations, difficult seasons of your life? Now, I believe that Psalm 103 has the answers for this. Uh, there are more songs that have been written about Psalm 23, the shepherd psalm that we're all familiar with than any other passage in the scripture. But Psalm 103, I believe, is the second most popular one when it comes to uh, people writing songs out of uh, a chapter in the Bible. And some of the common ones that we know are, uh, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross or it is well with my soul. And there are so many songs that are still being written uh, from this passage. In fact, Lisa and I were planning to sing a song out of one, Psalm 103 this morning, but uh, we weren't able to do it. Uh, but anyways, uh, Psalm 103, when you look at this passage, it is full of praise for the Lord from the beginning to the end. Bless the Lord. And even, even the last verse, 22, says, Bless the Lord. So in, in, in the book of Psalms, when many Psalms, when you're reading it, you see a lot of uh, historical note, uh, the time that it was written or the, the certain occasion. This Psalm 103 doesn't have any of that. However, I've, I believe that it is very, very fitting for uh, everyday Christian, for our everyday life, uh, you can apply it in your daily lives. It is pure worship. There are no petitions. There are no complaints. There are no um, clouds in the horizon. It is an overflow of joy. It is an uh, overflow of praise coming from the heart of this writer here. And the text here is a call to worship. So why should we worship God? So in this passage, we see five reasons why we should bless the Lord. The first reason we see here is in verses 1 through 5. Uh, we bless the Lord because of the benefits He gives to us. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Bless the Lord because of all, because of the benefits that He gives to us. So it says here, remember His benefits. So in other words, to meditate 
or to talk of the blessings in your life, vocalize the blessings, vocalize them. Many times, if we're not careful, we like to talk about the, the, the problems that are around us. We like to talk about our dreams and our hopes. I'm not saying that uh, having dreams or hopes are wrong. They're good. You should have goals in your life, but there is, there is something better which will bless your life. Dwell upon His blessings. So we talk about the benefits, right? So what are the benefits that we see in this passage here? Look with me in verse 3. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. First of all, we see the benefit we see here is he forgives. I'm so thankful that our God forgives. He forgives us of our sins. He forgives not just some, but all our sins. It is wonderful to know that in Christ, there is forgiveness of sins. So the second thing we see here is He heals. The second part of verse 3 there, who healeth all thy diseases. He is our great physician. Not only does he forgive and heals, but he goes a step further. I love this part. He redeems. Look with me in verse 4. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with, with loving kindness and tender mercies. Think about what he has redeemed us from. Uh, even if we haven't lived a sinful or a wicked life, we are all born in hopelessness and in a state of sinfulness. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So because of our sins, we have a price to pay, right? So, so we have a price to pay, but the wonderful thing is that God didn't just leave us there. He made a way for us. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. So by doing so, he made a way for us to have a fellowship with him and to know him. So he redeems. And also the, the next benefit we see there is he bestows loving kindness. If all God did was to forgive our sins, that would be enough, right? That would be enough that He forgave us our sins. But He loves us so much that He not only provides salvation for us, but He is also so incredible to show us grace. He is loving. And the next benefit that we see here in, in this passage is He provides he provides for us. He provides all, all our needs. But my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches. Pastor mentioned about this a little bit in his sermon this morning. God supplies all our needs, right? Not our wants. Uh, 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 God provides also. God provides our needs when He thinks that we need, not when we think we need it, right? That's, sometimes that can be a little challenging to, to, to accept that, but because we feel like we know when we need, I, I need this now, but no, God knows our needs and He provides our needs. And, and that's, why, that's why we ought to bless the Lord because of His benefits. 
And the next reason we see why we ought to bless the Lord is because of his justice. Because of his justice. Look with me in verse 6. The Lord executed righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Our God is a just God. One day, he will judge us all during the judge, when, uh, on the judgment on Judgment Day, he, He's going to judge us all, and He cares for us, right? The Bible says in, in Psalm 18, verse 2 and 3, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies." Our God is a just God. Bless the Lord because of all His benefits. Bless the Lord because He is just. And thirdly, we bless the Lord because of His mercy. Verse 8 through 13 there. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, Neither will he keep his anger forever. He had not dealt with us after our sins, nor reward us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far had he removed our transgressions from us. Like as father pitied his children, so the Lord pitied them that fear him. I read, I read about, uh, I read this saying, or I, or I found this saying while I was studying for this. Anyone can be polite to a king. It takes a gentleman to be polite to, be, to, to a beggar. So if you consider this statement for a moment, okay, and apply it to the Lord. So us being the beggar and the Lord showing his mercy toward us. we realize how great is His mercy towards us. How great is our God's mercy towards us. And so we ought to say, Bless the Lord, O my soul. We sang the song, this song this morning, What riches of kindness He lavished on us. His blood was the payment. His life was the cost. We stood need a debt we could never afford. Our sins, they are many. His mercy is more. Bless the Lord because of His mercy. And next we see, bless the Lord because He is eternal. Verse 14 through 18 says, For He knoweth our frame, He remembereth that we are dust. As for man, His days are as grass and flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it was gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant, and to those whom that remember his commandments to do them. A man's life is fleeting. And marked by sin. Not only it is short, our life is short, 
but is also stained by sin. We have, we have frailties, we have weaknesses. Even after salvation, we still struggle, uh, we still sin. Uh, and, and, and as we read this passage, we know that our life is a, a short time. God knows our life is short. It is fleeting. And He remembers the sin in the garden that, that ensured we'd all be born as sinners. Our finite limitations magnify the Lord's infinite and matchless power. And we also see that God doesn't change even though we do. I'm thankful for that. We change, but God doesn't change. He doesn't lose his ability uh, over time. We lose our uh, ability over time. Uh, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm in my early 30s, but you know, like things are a little different. I used to play soccer when I was younger. I could play a whole game without any problem, even without any practice. I remember even in my early 20s, I was not even uh, really... Uh, working out or running, but one of my friends asked, asked me to run with him. I said, sure, and we ended up running for four, four miles. I mean, now, if I go try to run, I could probably run for two minutes, and I'll be done. But in my mind, you know, I still think I'm, I'm, I'm still a legend. You know, I, I'm still that great <laughs> soccer player that I never was, or, you know, in my mind, I'm still something, but I know, I know that my body it's not the same anymore. Not that I was the best. You know, we all change as we get older, but God doesn't change. God never changes. I'm thankful that we serve a God that will never experience the things that we are experiencing. He is everlasting to everlasting. God doesn't change. And lastly, why should we bless the Lord? Bless the Lord for the purpose of His creation. The Lord had prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord for the purpose of his creation. We see in this last part of this chapter that angels were created to worship God. And even, even angels. One day we will, when we get to heaven, we will get to worship with the angels in heaven. And also in this, the last part of this chapter, we also see that mankind was created to worship God. So the first four reasons, as we've talked about earlier, to bless the Lord have all been related to who God is, His character, to, to focus on the Lord's character. The last point here for the purpose of His creation has to do with who we are and why we are even created. Even in the, in the first, even if the first four points weren't true, let's say if the first four points that we've talked about earlier weren't true, having a purpose to glorify the Lord is enough. We have a purpose, and that is that our purpose is to glorify the Lord. And as Christians, we know and we can be confident that we were placed here, no matter what our circumstances, no matter what our situations, 
maybe we ought to bring glory to the Lord. We ought to bless the Lord. So what does that look like? Bless the Lord. And I know we've talked about, we've spent a few minutes in talking about bless the Lord. We ought to bless the Lord. So what does that look like for us? What does that look like in our daily lives? What does that look like in our, uh, throughout the week? How do we praise Him? How do we praise Him? We praise Him by the way we live our life. But we, are, we, shouldn't, we, we should be careful in not falling uh, into the rut that, that the Israelites fell, saying one thing and doing the other thing. Sometimes when we come to church, we make decisions. We, it's easy to bless the Lord when we are in church, but when we leave the church, when, when we leave the building uh, from Monday through Saturday, how do we bless the Lord? How do we do it practically? The Israelites, as, as I mentioned earlier in Isaiah chapter 29, verse 13, the Bible says, Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near me unto their mouth, with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. David here says in Psalm 103, I will praise him with all that is within me. That means that praise Him with all my attitudes, my actions, my family, my finances, my words, my work, my relationships, my voice, my vocation, and the list can keep going on. I will praise Him not only in word, but also in deed, with my actions. I will praise Him with everything that is within me, all within me. So when was the last time you considered to, 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 or consider all his benefits? When was the last time that you think about the benefits, the blessings that God has given you or God has given me? Do, do you enjoy those gifts? And have you ever experienced forgiveness in your life? Are you, living a, are you living a meaningful life or a satisfied life? Does your soul have diseases that, that need to be healed? Or are you living with an eternal purpose? So while blessing the Lord, as we've talked a lot about this evening, bless seems to be rather a simple, simple thing to generally understand. It's a simple message. It's, it's a very simple thing. But I think we may take it too far much for granted sometimes. We need to uh, be careful to continuously examine our entire being and, and to be thank thankful for, to God for each and every aspect of our lives. Uh, when, I, when I say that, even the bad things, not only the good things, it's so easy to be thankful for the good things in our life. What about the things that you don't like about yourself? You know, can you praise the Lord for that? Can we praise the Lord for the things that we don't like about ourselves? I believe that we can begin to comprehend, we can begin to understand and experience what it means to Bless the Lord with all that is within me, 
with all of my life. And more fully, we can bless His name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless His holy name. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time. And thank you for your word. Lord, thank you for all your benefits. Thank you for all the blessings that you've given us in our lives. And help us to examine our lives as we uh, take some time this evening to, to, to examine our lives. Lord, please help us to be thankful, to bless you for who you are in spite of our circumstances, whatever situation that we may be in. Lord, help us to bless you with all that is within us. Thank you so much for loving us. I want to take this time a little bit to examine ourselves, to spend some time in prayer this evening, to think about what we have uh, read in, in this passage, in, in, in this Psalm 103, to examine our lives on a, on a daily basis. How do we bless the Lord? <laughs>